We've got the occasional phone call, too. We, we do have a phone number. How many people know that? Yes, and if you call the phone number, Adam will answer. I'm going to answer. I'm going to answer. you can just it. talk to him. You can talk to Jared, too. I think you have to push two, maybe, instead of one. I don't know. Maybe because I'm it's one. They're going to me. But I'm what happens sure if can... they push two? I've never got a phone call. Is he going to like route to my phone? We'll have to double check, but I'm pretty sure they can be redirected to you as well, which was fun things we had planned for like JS Party. Like call in, right. leave a message, and we'll play it on air, which we haven't really executed on much, but the opportunity is there. Yeah, it's a similar situation where we have tried it and we just didn't get enough call-ins for it to be like a thing that we could do on the regular. Yeah. But uh, if you just want to call and talk to Adam sometime, I, recommend, <laughs> I highly recommend it. You know, He's not busy. He's not doing anything. What's he do all day? Backstage, we are talking about Change Law Plus Plus, more of a retrospective on this soft launch we've done, and kind of where we've been at. So, you like retros, right? I love retros. Retrospectives is my, you know, it's the funnest thing ever because like uh, digging in deep to what went wrong, what went well, and what we'll never do again. That's so right. Maybe that's what we'll discuss here. So we soft launched Change Log Plus Plus. Y'all probably already know that. Yes. Hopefully, if not, then. Well, hey, we launched ChangeLog Check Plus Check it out, changelog.com slash plus plus. It's better. It's there. It's better. That's right. Yes. And uh, yeah, so, uh, soft launch in August. It is now mid-September, so we're a couple weeks past the soft launch. We had the discounted price. We had a lot of cool people sign up, and we just thought we would regroup, talk about what went well, what didn't go well, feedback we've received, where we're going to take it from here, and so on and so forth. So let's start with a big thank you, I suppose. We had what I thought was a really warm reception of this membership program. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. It was an outpouring of love, it seemed. Yeah, so we had about 100 of our most loyal fans sign up during the month of August. Many familiar names in that subscription list, which we're always happy to see, Mm -hmm. as well as plenty of new ones. New friends that we made along the way are interested in making as we continue to roll out and evolve this membership program. So thank you to everybody who signed up. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Of course, we launched it. SOF launched. It's it's on Supercast. It's uh, the easy button to get something out there. We've had ChangeLog++ in mind for a long time now. But it's always dropped off the priority list, mostly because there's some infrastructural lifting that I would have to do and that we would have to do in design and workflows and mm-hmm. all that good stuff that is a barrier to actually doing a thing. So it always stayed slightly below the top few things on a priority list. And anybody who's maintained a priority list for a long time knows if you have like 10 things on it, uh, things 7 through 10 are not priorities. They're, they're never going to get done. They're just going to stay there because... When number one is done, there's something else that slots in right under it, right? That's and right. So that's kind of where one it lives. One A, one B, one C. You never get to two even. I mean, sometimes two is there, but it's more like A, that's B, right. C, D, E. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I feel a little background could be helpful because, you know, we've had, as you mentioned, we've had this in mind for a while. We we have done a full-on backstage episode about, right. you know, our thoughts on this. but The last one in your you know, feed, just, scroll up one episode. That's right. Maybe even pause this and go listen to that first, but we're just listening to this, but... uh a recap is is Supercast versus our own software. Right. 
there's obviously some, not so much glitches, but just differences, I suppose. You know, we can't do like global pricing that makes sense for everybody based upon where you're at. There's some limitations there. Mm -hmm. There's even some integration limitations there in terms of like what we can do on site that's specific. So it's not like a single sign on thing. It's more like here's a thing where we can do it and give you a special feed because you're a subscribing member. And this was really meant to be uh, something for us to sort of put out there and see if it was received well. Yeah. You know, and if people were actually interested in it, could we improve upon it? Should we dig in deeper and write our own software and, and do a deeper integration? But the Supercast team has been really great. Uh, the platform's been really great, aside from a couple things like emails and stuff like that that had gone out to people around like the trials and stuff. Other than that, it's been smooth. Right. Yeah, so like I said, a lot of people signed up. We had a lot of people give feedback. So for the most part, most people seem to be Pretty happy. Let me just lay out the features that we launched with, which is the yeah. big one is the ad-free version of each episode. Um, we also had some extended and bonus content in mind. We haven't done too much of that. We did an mm-hmm. extended episode of Founders Talk with some of the final questions only going to the plus plus feed. But that was about it because we've received some feedback that maybe those things aren't really even necessary or super important to people. As much as, of course, the ads thing is something that people desire. But for the most part, it seems like people want to join the club, support us, say mm-hmm. thanks, be a member, pitch us some of their hard-earned cash. And like that's one of the main reasons, at least this first you know, round of listeners signed up. And that the bonus content and extended stuff is kind of gatekeepy, kind of paywall-y. And why not yeah. just like create for everybody out there and not for just the members? And so I would say that we're on that fence right now and kind of leaning towards not doing that kind of stuff if that's the way people feel. Yeah. We had said something like, uh, let's optimize for free. And it was a weird thing to even say, too, because like, hey, you know, we're from the indie days. We've been podcasting forever, basically. So, like, we've been here for a while. So, to call a podcast free was weird. You know, right. like, optimized for free. So, that whole analogy of, like, paid versus free. Well, it really wasn't meant to be that. It was meant to be, uh, like, your diehards. And even a few weeks in, I'd, I'd started to, like, reason with the fact that, like, directly supporting us was a feature. You know, like, originally that wasn't on our feature list you know, to say, hey, right. you get to directly support us. You know, there was this, you know lack of understanding of a desire from our audience to say, I would actually like to directly support you. You know, so much of Patreon and other methods out there allow fans to support their creators or, you know, things they're listening to, stuff like that, or the Uh creators they pay attention to or whatever. And so, like, it had never really occurred to me that, you know, that that would actually be a feature of its own, you know? Yeah. But I'm happy that's that way because that's cool. We appreciate that. Yeah. And nobody has unsubscribed and said, you said we'd get closer to the metal. And I'm still feeling pretty far away from the metal at this point. That's right. It's like, well, you didn't, you you know, didn't realize think, that's a meaningless phrase, did you? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, is, that is not a feature because uh, there's no such thing. But it's fun there's, to say. Yeah. And thankfully, uh, our audience is smart enough and good, uh, good enough looking that they didn't fall for that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is fun to say, though. Closer to the That's metal. That's right. Make the ads disappear. 
get you directly support let's us. get you closer to the metal i mean come on who does, who's <laughs> gonna say no to that it's like all right i got my hand up let's let's do it <laughs> then you start to think about it be like from a podcast feed what does that even mean but you know what the so listening back you know i'm not a subscriber of change law plus plus however you know i'm part one of two that produces it so i kind of get a sneak peek behind the scenes i at least listen to them i know how they sound let's just say. right so having listened to several of them i really do like the flow of our shows without ads and it's not any sort of knock against the sponsors we have because yeah man we do a ton of work to make sure we have relevant sponsors you know we don't have not that there's anything against casper but like casper beds isn't isn't sponsoring our shows right. because we want people to find out about new developery things not like new beds to sleep on yeah no offense, Casper. Um, but we did a Casper spot know, once, didn't we? Back in the day, way back yeah. when, yeah, way back um, when it was cool. I suppose to be more but, widespread or more mainstream. But then there was just a couple, right? We weren't a good fit for that kind of brand. Like we were a better fit for different brands that actually want to speak to developers and add value, right? And so while we put a ton of work into our sponsorship relationships, our sponsor and partner relationships. I really appreciated the flow of our show without the ads. It just, you know, like the 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 initial opening to the shows, the flow. Like I like that. So I think that to me speaks to maybe what you meant by maybe not closer to the metal. Like to me, that's closer to the metal. That's true. You know, you get right to the heart of the matter. Yeah. So one thing that we talked about for a long time internally was time to first content. You know, yeah, and trying to reduce that. Because we have our sponsors who are upfront, our longtime sponsors. Y'all know them, Fastly, Linode, and Rollbar. And we have that um, commitment to them up at the top of the shows. And then we also have the awesome music that you know is part of the show. But then we also have the actual conversation, which is the show. And how do we balancing act that thing? And so we've moved to cold opens, which I think is a great compromise and a fun way to do it and really when you hit play on one of our shows like you are listening to the show right away and actually reduce that tt ttfc time to first content to zero zero milliseconds yeah um but then after that we then transition to the partner pre-roll and then the first pre-roll ad and then the theme music and I have to admit, on that changelog plus plus version of the each file, where it just goes cold open, you found a secret coin, and right into the music, it's like, this is nice. This is nice. Yeah. So changelog plus plus, it's better. Um, slightly, well, slightly inside joke there. You'll hear it maybe <laughs> eventually. Sure you will. We'll see. So. On that note, one strange piece of feedback that we received is some people actually want the ads still. Yeah, that's super strange. I mean, I get it because there are shows that whose ads are good enough that I still listen to them, even though I know they're coming. You know, there's podcasts where I'm fine. I just listen to them because mm-hmm. every once in a while, I'll find something via a podcast ad. I'm like, I actually am going to try that service out. And that's how ours is oftentimes for people who haven't heard of a Pixie or, you know, Datadog or whatever. Like they, they get value out of that. I think it's probably a small percentage of overall listeners who would opt for ads, even if they join ChangeLog++. But it's a non-zero percentage. There was two people, yeah, at least, who uh, verbalized 
that they want to have Changelog++, but they also want the ads. Which is a conundrum to be in, like at, in our seat, considering the, the fence we had mentioned. You know, so when we do this, how do we, yeah. one, you know, receive value from the membership, but then two, also give it as part of delivering it. And I think the only way I can empathize with that point of view is how I feel about Instagram ads. Mm. And like the one thing I can think of that Instagram does well is it knows me. Okay. It's kind of scary because it advertises things that I actually bookmark. I have a folder, you know, how you can like bookmark things on Instagram. Well, no. I, I have a bookmark folder for spot for, uh, advertisements essentially wow. like sponsors or advertisers or whatever i forget what the folder is actually called i'll look it up but i put it in there because all too often and this is actually helpful for me when i when i help people understand how podcast advertising can help them is that it takes many touches to really yeah you know get through to somebody not so much to convince them to say yes but more so to they finally need you or they finally understand how they can use you or finally understand your benefits to them for me i my empathy is drawn from Instagram. And as I mentioned, these ads on there, because I will find things on there and I'm like, I like that. That's interesting. And I'll bookmark it and go back to it sometimes months later and then finally buy or finally talk to my wife about, oh, we we're finally at this point in, in the project of our life or whatever it might be. Like now this is relevant for me to bring up. And the point is, is like, would I want Instagram without the ads? I'd probably say, no, I kind of like the ads. You know what I mean? Like You're I, I kind of like the ads. I'm glad that you have that experience. I cannot agree. And my experience, and my really? experience is totally different on Instagram. I, there are once in a while where it'll hit me. Um, mostly they know that I really want that blue Ford Bronco with the Tesla engine in it. <laughs> Cause they keep showing me that one and I could win it. If I just signed up and uh, signed on the dotted line and sold my soul to the devil or whatever you have to do to get in on that <clears throat> action. Right. That's the only one they, otherwise they, they, they miss quite often. In fact, one that they show me all the time is the gutter. There's some sort of gutter proofing oh, thing. Oh, yes. I've seen that one, too. See, what they don't realize is my house, you know this, I'm planting trees. You know, like my house is on a hill. It used to be farmland. There's not a large tree on the property. I'm planting trees. There's no point in my life where I'm going to need to block the leaves from my gutters. Just never going to happen. Just not a problem that I have. They just don't know that. I mean, come on. You have satellite imagery in my house. Figure it out, people. <laughs> if you're going to track the crap out of me and advertise to me, get it right. Yes. Uh, well, you're in just inviting creepy tip. relevance. I'm, I, I mean, must be. I suppose, which we're digressing a little bit, but the point is that there's, there's people who can appreciate ads. And I think I've gotten that advertisement too. Now, what they don't know about me, or maybe they do, is that I live in a new neighborhood that doesn't have many trees. Same problem. So I don't have that problem. Right. One day I might. Thankfully, I have <laughs> this bookmark from my sponsored <laughs> thing so that later on, because what happens when you when you hear an ad or see an ad or something that actually is relevant to you, you move on with your life. You don't click through because it's not relevant there. Yeah. And you forget the name. You forget the name. You forget the offer. You forget the benefits. You forget all the things. Next thing you know, you're Googling whatever random things that make sense to you to find right. the advertiser. Or you, you know hop, I mean? or like, in our case, you hop in our Slack and be like, what's that one thing you guys talked about nine months exactly. ago? And, and then That's right. like, that was an advertisement. Here it is. Yeah. yeah. So 
Well, I'm glad you have bookmarks. We need that for podcasting, you know, advertising, bookmarking for podcasting as a service. Yeah, there it is. Good luck. Free startup idea, That's people. Difficult. Free startup <laughs> idea. Okay, so there's some but, people that want ads, but there are not very many, of course. Making the ads disappear is probably the primary feature in addition to supporting us and ChangeLog and all the folks who are putting together the shows here. Um, but then the other relevant concern of that is kind of, I think, probably an outlier, people who don't want the ads, but would be pretty manageable with their own software with a toggle button of some kind. <clears throat> the other one is... Uh, a lot of people just don't want all the shows and that's, we're kind of stuck there right now because on supercast, we are shipping them off. It's basically a clone of our master feed with, uh, ad free versions where like, were available. And so when you sign up for changelog plus plus, maybe you're just a brain science listener and you want to support brain science, but you're going to get all the shows. And that's, I think a really kind of a crappy scenario for those people who don't want mm -hmm. that, you know? That's yeah. the other feedback that we've gotten is why do I have to have all of them? And our answer and to that as well is limitation of where we're, where we're sitting right here. Exactly. And so back to, you know, the point is like we are testing things out to see if this works and to see if it resonates with our audience. Yeah. You, hey, listen to this. Does it resonate with you? Because if it does, then we're going to, this is just phase one of many if, it, if, it, uh, if it's valuable to you. We're going to bake it into the platform. We're going to add more features. Can you share a peek behind the veil, Jared, of like some of the fun features in terms of like custom feeds? You want to mention any of that just to kind of tease a little bit of that, like future integration plans with if this works out well, and which it seems like it is? Yeah, for sure. So we built some of some of it already. In fact, we've been working with Lars, and I'm just forgetting Lars's last name at this point just to make him mad. Wickman. Lars Wickman. Wickman. I was going to say Wilkman, yeah. L-A-W-I-K on Twitter. Follow, Give him a follow on Twitter. Uh, Lars is an awesome Elixir developer. He's been working uh, with us over the summer on some features, and one of the things that he has built and will be merged soon. In fact, if you want to go check out all of the code, it's out there in an open pull request on our repo right now, is our the back end to our Metacasts feature, which is really the foundation for um, for these personalized feeds. So... We want to give you the ability to opt out of certain shows, um, but not just that. So the idea long-term for ChangeLog++ feeds is that you'll be able to build your own personalized feed using this cool DSL that Lars came up with, which I'm sure will turn into a widgetized UI of some kind, where you can not just say, I, don't want, to, I, don't, I want everything except for Founders Talk, because the host of that's really just annoying this is terrible he's right or i just want brain science and founders talk and the change log because i'm an adam stack fan person uh those are the kind of things you can say but you can also include certain topics certain panelists so maybe you only want js party when Suze is on the show so you'll be able to create that in your personalized feed so it's basically like filter and build your own personalized change log feed with all the little nuts and bolts that nerds love. And I'm excited for it because I think it's going to be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So that's out there, and it's a thing, um, and it will be the code that we use when we bring everything on on site. And then the, the merging of the two would be knowing that you're a member, knowing that you have a changelog.com account, mm -hmm. and giving you special UI and special features on site that that's the... 
the missing components that we don't have what Supercast is inside of changelaw.com right now. So right. that's the holdup. And I suppose, you know, we're in it for this six-month content or content, six-month contest. Right. I'm thinking about content. Content's on the brain. You know, we're where Supercast has this contest that, hey, if we win, we might win 100K or something like that. I don't even know what, the, what all the details are about this contest, but we love to try to compete. Yeah. And, you know, this was one reason to sort of, Maybe it was Jared's lore to get me on board with it. I don't know. I'm not really sure. There's definitely a carrot on the stick that attracted yeah. me, you know, because it's like we've been putting this off for so long. Here's a cool platform that provides a lot of the stuff that we're going to have to build. And yeah. we really liked them. We talked about it on the last backstage. And they have this contest going, which because of, you know, the how long we've been around and how many shows we have and stuff, like, I don't know, we have a shot at at winning this contest. And it's like... 40 grand in cash plus a bunch of like free advertising and stuff up to $100,000 in value. Like that's a, that's a pretty big number. That'd be pretty rad. Yeah. And so I think it was one of the things that just kind of like pushed us over the top of the hill. It's like, we should, we should, why not? We should, yeah, do this. let's give we it a shot. And it's a six month deal. So it's like it ends at the end of the year and started in July. And so, you know, we're on Supercast through then. I doubt we're going to like jump ship January 1st or anything like that. But we'll start to build out the things that mm-hmm. we need in order to make that transition. And we're going to try to make it as seamless as possible for everybody who's already joined via Supercast. One of the things that's awesome about them, which is was kind of a requirement, a requisite for us, is that they don't own our accounts over there. So they pass everything through to Stripe, which we have our own Stripe account. And so you all know that if you're signed up. Um, is that everything is through Stripe. So that aspect of that customer relationship is owned by us already, which is spectacular when it comes time to move off. We don't have to wrestle those accounts from yeah. unwilling hands. Which to me is a sign of somebody worth, you know, working with, even if temporary. Yeah. You know, because vendor lock-in is a well-known phrase in the cloud world. You know, or I suppose in any services world at all, like when you're locked in, it doesn't feel very good. And so Supercast never made us feel like we're locked in. We even expressed to them like we will probably eventually move off and they didn't hang up. Right. (laughs) They're like, they were cool about it. Like they understood. Okay, cool. And to me, that's that was even more like in terms of the carrot and the lore. It was like, yeah, let's there's nothing to lose with trying this out. Right. And so maybe we can talk about what's been gained, I suppose. Maybe it's jumping the ship a little bit, but, um, you know, that feedback loop, I suppose, like as podcasters, Jared, you can help me share the sentiment is like, is, what was the, what was the phrase we used to describe the feedback loop? It was deficient. Yeah. We're, we, we've been malnourished. We're malnourished. The feedback loop for us is very slim. Lately it's been more frequent, but not a gigantic feedback loop, even in terms of like traction. So, We'd have to have our own tracking or something like that mm-hmm. to measure the success of a podcast or the throughput for a particular episode. But you know, only until recently with iTunes or maybe even Spotify have we gotten an insight into you know this where people are. You know, not so much in terms of like tracking, but simply some sort of feedback. Like we put this MP3 out in the world, was it listened to? Right. By whom? By how often? Like, was it successful? Right. You know, and what did they think? All of those things. Say again? And what did they think when they listened? You know? 
Exactly. Like that's, yeah. What's their? F- that's actually the question that we care about the most. Is like yeah. when you listen to this, what did you think? Did you did you like it? Did you learn something? Did you wish we would make it half as long or three times longer? Yeah. Like what you know what what do you like about it? What don't you like about it? Those things are infrequently um, told back. You know, fed back to us. Uh, even over all the years, it's just been very infrequent. And usually, it's good. And we, we 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 get nice emails. Don't want to act like we don't. Um, love when certain emails come in, and you're like, "Holy cow!" Uh, we had one recently around ChangeLog Plus Plus, where you, listener, you know who you are, went through and enumerated like all of the cool projects they've discovered over the years because of us, because of the show mm-hmm. specifically, and how that's a. Ch- affected their work life and their life and it, that was an amazing email so we get we get those uh, it's just um infrequent we've gotten the occasional phone call too we we do have a phone number how many people know that? yes and if you call the phone number adam will answer i'm gonna answer i'm gonna you answer can just it. talk to him you can talk to jared too i think you have to push two maybe instead of one i don't know maybe because i'm it's one they're going to me but I'm what happens sure if can... they push two i've never got a phone call is it gonna like route to my phone We'll have to double check, but I'm pretty sure they can be redirected to you as well, which was fun things we had planned for like JS Party, like call in, leave a message and we'll play it on air, which we haven't really executed on much, but the opportunity is there. Yeah, it's a similar situation where we have tried it and we just didn't get enough call-ins for it to be like a thing that we could do on the regular. But uh, if you just want to call and talk to Adam sometime, I (laughs) I highly recommend it. You know, he's not busy. He's not doing anything. What's he do all day? Just sitting over there. (laughs) Thinking That's of right. questions to, to ask people. Twilling my thumbs, answering calls. But <laughs> yeah, that legit, photo if you right. Yeah, and it does. And I'm like, hey, this is Adam. And they're like, this is Adam? Yeah, this is Adam. What's up? I didn't think you'd actually answer. Well, hey, I answer. What, what's going on? And it's just a conversation. So, hey, reach out and say hello. But we get occasional calls saying, and this one was actually around the membership. Like, it was... um I'll have to look at my email and find the person's name and, and say them on air for sure. I hope that I can Google that fast into my email, but they called and they were like, you know, I just wanted to tell you how, how much like your shows have impacted my life and you know, where I've been at. And they shared that story. So when you go to changelaw.com slash community, you know, we, we essentially do our best to let you know you're not an imposter here. You're welcome. Uh, and no matter where you're at on this journey of being a developer, this is a place you can call home. This is a safe place for you to hang your hat. And all you have to do is take that first step, which is sign up and it's for free. Plus, plus we've been talking about this is not free, but you can join the community totally free. Right. And that person described, you know, that feedback with that malnourishment that we talked about, like they were giving it full on. And I have to admit, like I almost was in, in tears hearing their story. Like it was so impactful. Not like, Baby cry tears, you know, but like <laughs> not your tears, just bawling tears of empathy, you know, like I was like, wow, like it's just such a nice um, response to know what we do matters to people. And that's like on this story of like plus plus, yeah. we've been on this journey of like we realize and have become, you know, more aware of how much we matter to people. And I think that that switch that gets flipped whenever you directly support Somebody that matters to you, that feeds into your life, that you maybe just lurk, and that's cool. And maybe just, you know, that exchange is enough for you 
to give them that feedback to say, you matter to me and you've mattered to me for many years. I just never tell you in a review right. or on Twitter or any email or on a phone call or whatever. But that feedback loop was closed in a couple of cases and it's been really special to hear that. And I totally get it too, because I've listened to podcasts for years and never interacted with the hosts yeah. and like Gosh, feel very strong, positive emotions towards these people. And I've never told them I've never tweeted at them. So not complaining, totally get it. It's just the fact is our mm-hmm. feedback loop is minimal compared to a you know a YouTuber who gets thousands of comments right there, right? Like they're overwhelmed with comments yeah. as soon as they post their video. Um, other mediums have more direct and constant contact, and podcasting yeah. just doesn't. It's kind of baked into YouTube, though, right? Like it's a behavior change to ask podcast listeners to comment, even though we do. On our show, they it's still not, don't. <laughs> they still don't. You know, that's right. So, did it's you know, a, it's a you can comment on this episode. This is backstage episode thirteen. So, changelog.com slash backstage slash thirteen, or open your show notes, click the discuss on changelog news link. You can leave a comment right on our website, and we will hear, it, see it, read it, and respond to it. That's right. Yeah. So we and we we say that at the end of many that. episodes, and it's just it's just not a. It's not right there. Like in the YouTube app, it's just like you can be watching the thing right and there. commenting. Yeah. You know? Here it's like you have to leave your show notes, go to our website. Hopefully, depending on your podcast app, maybe your session, we don't expire sessions, but if you logged out or you switch browsers and it's the in browser or the in app browser versus the Safari browser. So now you're not signed in. So then yes. you got to get oh, signed gosh. in and you're like, why did I go through all the. I, we, I get it. It's not smooth, but it's the best we can do in the podcast ecosystem today. Which might actually speak to maybe an unanticipated topic for this show. Feel free to say no to it or not. No. Is the <laughs> is this this platform, this lack of platform. So one, Supercast and this kind of direction we're going helps us to begin to like carve out our own platform to enable these types of features, yeah. you know, this kind of interaction. And so then you might think, well, Somebody should just build that. But the problem with that is that podcasts have always been indie, always been independent. And this Spotify, this iTunes, this Stitcher, this XM radio thing that's happening out there is kind of exciting, but also kind of like, eh, you know, like I kind of like how indie it is. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to have those features. While I'd love to have what YouTubers have on YouTube, you know. Right. I don't know. Then, then Google. What are YouTube the trade-offs? Own, right. They yeah, work exactly for, the platform. They work for YouTube in many, in yeah. many ways. Yeah. So, well, it's nice to have those features and that kind of platform. Can it be, you know, not owned by anybody? Can it be the same really simple syndication that podcasts have been built upon? RSS feeds? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Nope. I think you just have to be able to build enough of a community around you that everyone's willing to use the platform that you built around that community you know yeah and so that therein lies the challenge and that's you got to bootstrap that and it takes years and so yeah you know we've been doing that with more or less success and we'll continue to do that i I would i'd much rather take this situation than the other way around but yeah um each one has or being censored because i mean not like we see anything that's that needs to be censored but that's the other issues like, you know, on either side of the fence you sit upon, there's an opportunity for control, I suppose, of the content. 
Like I even heard something about with Spotify when Joe Rogan bought over some of his stuff. Like some of the shows didn't make it over. They're like the most controversial. I didn't read more into it, but that's a headline I saw. Right. And so I assume, hey, I'm a headline driven person. That's true. <laughs> no, maybe it is. Maybe it is. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't dig into Every the details. Every headline on the internet's true. You didn't know that? <laughs> but, you know, you have that opportunity to be, sure. you know, your content to be controlled, whether you, you want to call it censorship or whatever, you know, you can. But I think so it, that reminds me of the long, hard road that uh, Jeff Sheldon and I talked about. Mm. And I think you and I, Jared, are the kind of people that appreciate hard work and the benefits and I suppose the fruits of the long, hard road mm -hmm. versus the quick, easy shortcut. Right. So let's talk about what hasn't gone so well or hiccups that we've had along the way. Of course, no launches uh, kind of have the 100% grade. And because we are on Supercast, uh, we also ceded some control. Talk about uh, ownership and control and autonomy, mm. which is really the conversation around platforms, discovery versus autonomy. Uh, we desire autonomy, but we're giving up some of it here, right? And uh, that doesn't feel good when things go wrong. And so we've had a couple of things that have been like less, I wouldn't say they're like wrong, they're just like less than the perfect. And you know, we just have to throw Supercast under the bus each time. No, uh, <laughs> you know, it's kind of out of our control in certain cases. The biggest one that has been confusing and, uh, you know, issued bug, re bug, bug submissions is the, really it's just the copy, Supercast's copy around trial. Uh, what's it called? Trial, when your trial ends. Yeah. First of all, we think the 30 day trial was kind of a misfire by us. So maybe we should take it off yeah. Supercast and blame Adam. Adam, that was your idea. Tell, that tell was us my about idea. I'm trying to be the trials. <laughs> what happened with the Gosh. trials? It made so much sense. Yeah. But in hindsight, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. So when you subscribe to a membership like we asked everybody to do, I thought, well, hey, we'd give them a chance to try it out. Well, that doesn't really make sense. I, I don't feel in the retrospect of what a membership is. You don't often trial a membership. And so unless yeah, it is it new on. stuff, right? Like you've never insider right, like content already that you've never seen before, and like or you know, like Disney Plus, you you want a thirty day trial because like there's a bunch of shows that you don't know what they are, and maybe you don't. Right. But this is not that kind of membership, right? This is no. This was just simply ad free supporting the a network. Couple additional yeah. thing. Yeah, exactly. Like there was nothing. What are you trying? It was the same great content, but closer to the middle. As we said, <laughs> that's right. <so>. Exactly. <laughs> you know. There was no real reason to trial it. And so the we had some issues whenever it came 30 days around. People were getting these emails that weren't well worded that made them think that they had to go back and do something else and something was wrong essentially. And I don't I don't even I know what the right worded email said. I don't know what the wrong worded email right. said. But I imagine it was bad enough to make people reach out to us on many different avenues, email, Slack, Twitter, right. DMs, you know, like all the all the directions saying like, hey, I subscribed. I want to be a subscriber. What's happening here? My trial's ending. It sounds like my credit card isn't on file. Do I have to go back and do something else? Right. And and that could have all been avoided. One, first, not putting the trial there in the first place. And second, a slightly better worded email right. that was a bit more clear on, hey, your trial is ending. However, you don't have to do anything. Everything is cool. Your card, you know, whatever. However you want to word that. Right. And it was just poorly worded and then 
to layer on top of that the way that plans are implemented on supercasts and requires us to, when we changed from the soft launch pricing, which was the six mm-hmm. months of $6 a month, $60 a year, to the regular pricing, which is $10 a month, $100 a year, we had to delete those old plans. That's just the way it works. And those anybody who signed up on those plans still has those plans, but they're no longer in the system. Really available. Yeah, they're not available. Yeah. So then when they get the email that says your trial is about to to expire, they would click through thinking they had to do something, which really you, oh, you didn't yes. have to do anything yes. because you gave your credit card up front. It's just going to charge your credit card in three days or whatever. They click through and they would see this new $10 plan there. And it's like, wait a second. I thought I was on the six, you know, the $6 plan. Now I have to switch to the $10 plan and pay. And it was just, it was a a mess. So that was kind of like two separate issues colliding and causing a super issue. A super issue for super cast. Right. So apologies if that confused you. Uh, We know the Mm -hmm. buck stops with us. We can't just throw them under the bus. We, but we do to their uh, credit, like, they fell on their sword. They're like, oh, yeah, we got to fix that. They immediately sent back some new copy on the emails. I think I forgot to approve that copy, so they didn't update it right away in the system. Mm. So that's on me. But they were very gracious and quick to say, oh, yeah, that's not that's not well-worded. We've all written that one transactional email that we think everybody else just understands what's going on when, we're, you know, when you're just coding away. Yeah. You're like, okay, that email works now. And I just wrote the copy real fast, and you realize that's terrible yeah. copy. So they were they were great to uh, to recognize the problem and to really support us in saying that you know actually everything's fine. That was the best news. Was nobody has? I thought they had switched to these people to the ten dollar plan. I'm like, this is gonna be a mess. Mm. Everything was fine. Bad copy, updated copy. So they were very good at fixing it once it was realized. And probably were the first people to use that trial. <laughs> Just a guess, like in production. I I don't know. Maybe like the first guinea pig. Maybe so. One more layer, though, could have been that we got to edit the email ourselves. That would have been nice. Yeah, because I can recall rem- using Memberful way back when. When we had Memberful, we had full control over like all sorts of different email templates. Yeah. Which, to, you know, again, to give them credit, Supercast, they, they're new in terms of like they're early in their feature set. And so some of these issues they haven't really dealt with. And so as any new platform might be, you're dealing with the most high-priority things as they come up, and so they just hadn't gotten to that yet. But another uh, thing would have been to be able to edit ourselves, and then we wouldn't have had to really go through them at all because it would have just been maybe some, um, you know, like maybe some different uh, variables we could pop in the email, you know, different stuff like that, and we can just craft our own email yeah, to to the trials. And... They're going to be like, hey, you don't like that email. That's on you, buddy. You go ahead and just fix that. Right. Yeah, that you definitely know? speaks to the uh, immaturity of their platform. They're, they're only a year into this, and those are the kind of things that yeah. you build out over time. You know, The more and more you allow your customers to customize, kind of build that out as the priority list. I'm sure there's other mm-hmm. major features that they're working on. So, yeah, those are a few of the hiccups. And lessons learned, no 30-day trials, and uh, double-check that email copy. There you go. I thought before we'd go, we would announce our Working in Public winners. So, 
If you didn't get the memo, we gave away three physical copies of Nadia Ekbal's awesome new book, Working in Public. We were able to get Nadia to autograph these copies. Adam, you got one. You just showed up at your house the other day. so I love it. Beautiful, Beautiful book. book. We give away three of them. Great signature. To Changelog++ members. How do we do that? Well, we just set that September 1st deadline. And on September 1st, I exported that membership list to a CSV. And then I took that CSV and I put it into SQLite or SQLite. How do the guys say you're supposed to say it? SQLite. SQLite. Like. And I ran a select order by random limit three. And uh, congrats to our three winners, Christopher Hearn, Mark Lussier, Lussier, depends if you're French or not, not sure, Mark, and James Yoder, who all won copies of the book. And I've been emailing with James. He wrote a nice email, actually, when he was sending me his mailing address that I asked him if it was cool to share. He said, yeah, share it away. And uh, I just wanted to share this one note from him. That's awesome. He says, I've only been listening for the past six months. So late to the party, but he still gets to win. And he said, JS Party got me started. And he says, I've listened to over 500 episodes during that time and enjoyed every minute of it. You guys even got me to learn Go. Keep up the good work. I thought that was pretty cool. How many episodes have we done? Because 500 is almost all of them, isn't it? I'm doing some math real yeah. quick. I mean, that's gotta be. 83 episodes a month. You said six months, right? Yeah. yeah. 500 episodes divided by six months. That's at least an 83 okay. episode divide that by 30. average per month. Divide that by 30. Okay. 83 divided by 30. 2.76 like, episodes per like day. Two or three episodes a day. Yeah. <sighs> Good job, James. I wish all listeners were like you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Listen on your own. Well, the problem case, is, whatever he's going to catch up, and then he's going to be like, <laughs> like I'm uh, all out of stuff here. I'm all out of stuff. So That's true. He's definitely listening at a rate at which we cannot sustain, so maybe slow down. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were emailing about, uh, about this, and he said, by the way, when does the new changelog come out on the Supercast feed? Because I have the new... JS Party, which came out on Friday morning, but I don't have the new changelog, which came out on Friday evening. Mm. And I said, well, that's one other hiccup we have with Supercast Ugh. is right now there is a manual process. So we publish a private ad-free feed privately to Supercast. They then consume that and rebroadcast it effectively to each of y'all's individual feeds. However, their importer is not quite smart enough to just ping us every once in a while even once an hour would be plenty so when we publish an episode we do get to publish it entirely via our own platform which is a huge win i mean we do not have to double enter it but yeah. we do have to go over to our supercast account and basically paste them our rss feed and say import please every time we episode we publish an episode and that's you know how human you know how human based systems we work we forget humans forget so one of us forgot to put that into the the supercast Dang. on Friday, and uh, that's why y'all got your changelog a little bit later than usual. But I went ahead and did it today, and it should be in there now. So thanks. Sorry about that, James, and thanks for the bug report. That was me. 
<laughs> I, I, I wasn't gonna I say it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. That's more for the audience. I mean, hey, you know, it was. It was late Friday. Yeah. Gosh, it's easy to yes. forget. I definitely have done it before, but like a few uh, hours yeah. later, I'm like, oh yeah, I have to go do it. Oh yeah, do that. Well, thankfully, I have an unfurl that makes the URL easier. Yeah, me too. That would that would suck to have to go back and you and mine and yours DMs and be like, where did Jared share that email with me at? Right. You know, or whatever. Yeah. So would, that does make it a little easier. So one layer of procrastination chipped away. However, forgetfulness does not save you. I know. It's almost like we need to add that to our publish flow. Like when you like hit the publish button, it's like, by the way, you should go over to Supercast and let them know. Just yes. a reminder yes. right there might be fixing that. Yeah. Anyways. There are your winners. That's one thing we would like to do a lot more of is these giveaways. I think giving stuff away to our membership is like an awesome, fun thing that we'd love to do more. And we have lots of opportunities at swag, at books, at trials, at discounts, stuff like that. So um, expect more like this one. If you didn't win, we apologize. But if you won, congratulations. And hopefully Mm -hmm. more giveaways will be coming down the pipeline. Let us know how we could best communicate those with y'all and uh, make everybody know know what's coming up next or look forward to maybe winning a few things just for supporting us, which we appreciate and we'll be happy to do. Yeah. I have an idea. Why don't we put together a type form? You asked the question earlier, do you like the ads? I think we can ask that question and maybe do you like these giveaways? Maybe a couple more questions, totally optional. Yeah. And it's only being told to you listening to this, but in the show notes will be a link to a type form, all questions optional, but it would be great feedback for me and Jared as we begin to make more and more plans to make change law plus plus better for you and for others. So a couple questions, let us what you think. I like that idea. All right. Anything else? Where do we go from here? I don't know. I guess we could say bye, but what else? I'm all out of things. You're all out of things. Let's just say goodbye then. Thanks for listening to the yep. show. It's been awesome. If you're a subscriber, plus plus, you know, uh, if I saw you and it was cool, I'd give you a big hug. Otherwise, a high five would do. Either way, thank you so much for supporting us. We appreciate it. Yep. And we'll talk to you next time. That's it for Backstage. Thanks for tuning in. If you listen to our outros, guess what? You are a true fan. And we thank you. And by now, you're probably thinking, man, I love what Change Law represents. I love the content they put out. They work so hard to do it. And to that, I say thank you and take it to the next level by showing your support. Directly support us via Change Law Plus Plus. And we will bring you closer to the metal with no ads, extended episodes, outtakes, bonus content, a deep discount in our merch store coming soon, and more to come. Head to changelaw.com slash plus plus to learn more and get started. And we also welcome you to join us in Slack, which is totally free. Everyone is welcome. There are no imposters here. Join us at changelaw.com slash community. Thanks again for tuning in, and we will see you next time.